What's up, y'all? It's Russ Parr, and welcome to the Russ Parrcast. And uh, yes, we got a great show for you today. Tanisha, Nicole, and I, we talk a little bit of politics and all this crazy stuff. We find out, oh, when is Donald Trump uh, possibly going to jail? Because it's about to drop on him, baby. That's right. Georgia is getting him. And of course, uh, indictments are coming. Also, we'll be talking to Michael Michelle. You're saying, who's Michael? It's a lady. And you recognize her. Remember New Jack City? Yeah, beautiful woman. She was in uh, uh, Dynasty. She's been in so many things. Uh, well, we did a movie called Drunk, Driving, and 17 with, with Savannah Lee Smith. Okay. Um, from Gossip Girls. It is a really interesting show that you should sit down with your kids and watch, especially if you got teenagers that are driving. Because one bad decision can change your life. So let's get to her right now. Michael Michelle is up first on the Russ Podcast. Of course... Drunk Driving in 17 comes on Lifetime uh, this Saturday, and you don't want to miss it. And the biggest star on that show, besides myself, okay, no, I directed. Uh, the biggest star is a lady that we all kind of grew up with. And what's so shocking, the first time I remember seeing Michael Michelle was in that iconic, legendary movie, New Jack City. And here's what's so shocking. When they said, hey, we're going to get Michael Michelle uh, to play the lead in this movie. And I'm like, you talking about Michael Michelle from New Jack City? And they're like, yeah. And then when I saw her, I'm like, she hadn't aged. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Michael Michelle looks the exact same. God has been good to you, girl. I'm going to tell you right now. (laughs) And I'm not trying to stroke you. Michael, I'm not trying to stroke you. I, I'm serious. It was like when I saw you and I went, man, that's the same lady I saw in New Jack City. And and it's like it was such an honor to work with you. It really was. Oh, thank you, Russ. Well, you know, I'll take it. What can I say? I'll yeah. take it. I'll take whatever I'll take whatever you're giving me right now. All right. Thank you. Yes, I had a blast. I yeah, a blast. we we both did. Now now we gotta do the business here. And the business is it's like this movie, Drunk, Driving, and Seventeen. And right. you know, I lifetime I was attracted to the storyline because this happens and it's based on some true events. Is that what attracted you to the project? Yes. Well, it was twofold. Number one, yes, I'm an OG. And I said, as an OG, <laughs> I've never done a Lifetime movie. Yes. You know, you got to do you got to do at least one. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I was going home every single day having the exact same conversation mm. with my own son. Wow. I also had a son, 17 years of age graduating high school Mm -hmm. and going to all the senior high school parties. So I said, well, isn't this how apropos that I am being asked to do a movie that is mimicking my real life? Mm. Like these are conversations I'm having in my home every, every weekend. My son is getting ready to graduate high school in a couple of weeks. And so I would come to do a scene with you and then I would go home and almost verbatim mm-hmm. have the same conversation with my own son. It's, so, it, yes, the story spoke to me because I was living it. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? It spoke to me also uh, when they presented the project to me. And I'm like, well, God, I got to do a Lifetime movie. You know, I've done one. And because right. it happened in Maryland, um, with the difference is it was more dire consequences that happened in Maryland. The same story 
where, you know, people and, and we can give give away this much because I, I just want people to understand that this story happens all the time where you try to be your kid's best friend and you're like, right? sure, you're underage, but we're going to have a big drinking party and I'm going to supply all the right. alcohol. And then right. something horrible happens and lives Correct. are ruined. But I, I have to but I have to tell you this. When when they said Michael Michelle, I was like, I would give a left foot and an arm to work with this woman because no, but you know how you 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 think you know somebody because you watched them in a movie and and, and everything you've done, you know, uh, every every project you've done, you've always been totally believable, and you're like, I know her, but right. being in your presence, I couldn't tell you I was a fan because then you lose. You, you lose an edge with your actor if they think, oh, he's just a fan, you know. But, we, you know, you and I had to go through some, you know, script things and so on and so forth to make it right. Yes. You know. Yeah. Well, yes, we did. Yes, we did. And, 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 and you were great, Russ. But you, you respected that. I, mean, I love that about yeah. you. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, I, uh, I've i said to a number of people, um, and, of course, you and I have talked about it as well, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> Just because you've done a lot of work as a director Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you have the ability to communicate with an actor. Yes. For for as many good directors I've worked with, Mm -hmm. I've worked with as many, if not more, who don't have the ability to communicate Mm -hmm. what it is that they're trying to uh, achieve in that scene. And what I what I appreciated with you, and it was before we even had the opportunity to go on to the set mm-hmm. was that you called me and we were communicating and you were communicating with me what you hoped to achieve in these upcoming scenes. Mm-hmm. And then once we were on the set, you were able to articulate that and communicate that. Thank you. And to me, that is the marking of a good director. Oh, thank you. It's thank not you. just about where you're putting the camera. Mm-hmm. It's and and as we used to say on ER, there are plenty of hacks. Right. People who just watch the clock <laughs> and they could and they could care less yes. about the performance. And you cared about the performance. Wow. And the minute that I'm working with someone who cares about a performance then that individual is going to get the best from me. You know what that you know you what know, that saying? means so much to me, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I remember you telling me on the set, and I just thought, okay, she's just being nice and gratuitous. And after I got to know you, and after we started working more and more, I said, no, she wasn't. She really meant that, Russ. I work with a lot of directors that just basically mail it in, that don't yeah, that just sure. like move bodies around, and yeah, and and you said you kind of move bodies with a purpose. And that, yeah, yeah. that, that I was so blown away when you said that to me. And I, and I can admit that to you now, cause we've never really discussed, we, we haven't had our postmortem, you know, a lot of people like yeah, yeah, after you yeah. finish something, you sit down, let's break it down what we did and so on and so forth. But I'm very right. pleased with the movie. And one of the reasons is that you were phenomenal, phenomenal. And, and, and Savannah, who played your daughter, I mean, she not she didn't play your daughter, but she she played your your son's um, uh, girlfriend. Girlfriend. Uh, she yes, she yes. Savannah Lee. She was incredible. I, I have to tell you, I want everybody to watch this movie, if not mm-hmm. for anything, just to learn the message that is being uh, told to you. And that message basically is 
To me, this is what the whole thing boils down to. You can't always be your kid's best friend. No, you you can't. Listen, I say to my, I say to my son all the time, you know, I said, listen, I'd like for you to like me, but you don't need to like me. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, that's, you know, I say that to him all the time. I love you. You're, you're my number one. I say that to him all the time, but you don't have to like me in this Mm. moment. And so I'm hoping that number one, the adults watch it, Mm -hmm. but I also want young people to watch it because we've all been there. We've Mm -hmm. all been at that time and place in our lives, whether it's, you know, high school or college or whatever it may be, yes. where you want to go out and have a good time and you think, ah, I got this. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. But then the unexpected happens, happens. Yeah. right? Then, then the unexpected happens. And once it happens, you can't take it back. And then for the parents mm-hmm. and for people who are adults who have teenagers in the home, mm-hmm. you think, let me, let me, uh, the intention is I want to, I want my kids to like me. I yeah. want my kids to be pleased with my decision. Yes. And at the same time, try to take responsibility. But again, mm. if the unexpected happens, yes. as it does in our movie, you mm-hmm. can't take it back. So, you know, this wasn't, this wasn't fiction. This no, is something that it's, happens. It happens. One, it takes one second to make a bad decision to ruin your life and others. And that's what this movie is yeah, all about. Right. It's a Lifetime original that's movie, right. Drunk, Driving, and 17. Michael Michelle, one of the most wonderful actresses I've ever worked at, work, work, work with in my entire career. I, I love you. I, I just can't wait for us to find something that makes sense so we can do this I again. Know. No, you're brilliant. That would be really nice. That Absolutely. Would, that would be really nice. I, I would have loved to have had you on Dynasty for a couple of episodes. <laughs> I don't know if I would have made it. I know how those big those big studio houses work. But anyway, you guys got to check it out. It's it's a Lifetime original movie. It's going to be at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Central, this Saturday, April 15th. Y'all, yeah. make sure you check it out. Michael, Michelle, don't don't remain a stranger. Anything comes up, um, you Thank know you. you know you're on the radar. I'm calling you. Please do this, okay. and you're gonna go. No, right. talk to my agent, Russ. Okay. <laughs> no, we're good. Okay. We're good, Russ. We're All right. Good. I could have said it this time. I was like, what time are we doing it, Russ? <laughs> yeah, I love you for that. All right, M- Michael, you take care of yourself. All right. All Thank right. you. Thank uh, you. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Of course, it's the Russ Podcast and uh, <laughs> Action Pack Show. Okay. All right. It's a show, not necessarily Action Pack. But uh, we got to talk about the big elephant in the room in the United States of America. And that's like almost daily shootings that we hear about. Yeah. Okay. These are the ones that we hear about. Yeah. And I, I think what, what's bothering me is how some of these politicians can look victims families right in the face and go hey my prayers and my thoughts are with you is that enough i i it's not enough it's not enough and what blows my mind is how you can tuck your children into bed at night mm. kiss them good night or send mm. them off to school and not feel any sense of you know what? How can I make this place more safe for right. my own children? Like the NRA money, like that you're taking. How can you not have a sense of guilt, knowing that blood has been shed? Yeah, innocent people, lives taken. Yeah. just because you don't want to have protocols put in place to make sure certain individuals don't have access to these 
very powerful weapons. They yeah. don't need them. And, and, and when you talk to some of these uh, physicians that are in these emergency rooms, yeah. when somebody comes in after being hit by a bullet from an AR-15, there's not a lot they can do because it explodes. Yeah. It just, once the hit makes contact, it explodes in your body. Um, I don't want to be graphic here and freak everybody out, but, you know, in Uvalde, they were talking about, it was one child who was decapitated from a bullet. And I saw the other day where one of the moms who lost a child at Uvalde was trying to protest and a police officer physically manhandled her and pushed her out the door. Mm. And you're thinking, wow, what happened that day when y'all didn't do that? You know, but see, I think if there's one silver lining, a lot of these cops are going right in there. When there's an active shooter, they're going right in. They're, yeah. they, they, they know about Uvalde yeah. and they're going right in. They're not wasting their time. And, and they're laying down fire. The 146 mass shooting mm. since the beginning of 2023 makes no sense to me. That is crazy <laughs> to yes, me. Louisville. Yeah. And what was this? One Republican governor, I think, in Indiana. I'm not sure. Uh, one of the places. He's finally come out and said, man, we've got to change the laws. Mm. Because obviously maybe he didn't get NRA money. And, you know, that's the National Rifles Association. It was a billion-dollar corporation. I don't understand why they need more money at the expense of lives. There's certain things when it comes to the whole political parties. Certain things, like, let's just take it off. Human lives, at the end of the day, should matter. Yeah. Whether you're a Democrat or, Repu- or Republican, how could you not say, okay, clearly, when you have... an uh, people that are emotionally unstable mm-hmm. that have actually doctors have stated these individuals uh, are not in the right mind to have weapons. Right. How are they able to get them so easily? Because why? You don't want to put things in place. Mm-hmm. And social media is glorifying these people. The, the guy in, in Louisville yeah. uh, live streamed it. Yeah. The, the shooting. And, you know, and people were watching that stuff. Yeah. And it's like you think these people are normal, but they're not. And people were were glorifying them, giving them a platform. That's why you'll never hear me mention these murderers' names. I just won't do it. And to me, those individuals, honestly, that stay silent, the ones that are taking this money, to me, you're also a part of that crime. you're complicit. To me, you are. And again, like you just stand by and you're okay with this. Right. I don't. When I, my daughter the other day, Malia, she, you know, said to me, she was like, she has anxiety. Mm. You know, she was like, she has anxiety. She's like, mom. She's like, I said, baby, there's things that we can't control. Mm-hmm. We can't live in fear. Right. You know, she has to go get her education. Mm-hmm. But I just told her, but but that's my, I'm a school teacher. Yeah. We go through the drills, but you want to hear something scary? Yeah. During our training, they told us this. If the fire alarm goes off mm-hmm. in the school, mm-hmm. we are not to rush the kids out of the building. You know why? Why? Because they know that people that do mass shootings, they purposely will pull a fire alarm to have everybody flee the building so that way they can get as many people as wow. possible. So we have to be trained to be aware and say, wait, did somebody come on the speaker to say there's a fire? Right. Because if you go, you could be the next target. I was watching this teacher on the news, and I guess somebody had dropped a book in the hallway mm-hmm. and it made a loud noise. Everybody was under the desk. Yeah. That's, this is how we're living now. 
Yeah. It really is. In a school building. Hey, listen, I, I want y'all to do me a favor. My wife has a book called Just In Case I Forgot To Tell You. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful book, and I'm not saying it because she's my wife, but it has bits of nuggets of wisdom for young women, even parents, young men, that, that will kind of help you navigate through some of the issues that you go through in your life. Darnell yeah. Parr. And I love it because she has these antidotes. She has these little stories that go along with the quotes. Yeah. And it's the sweetest little stories that she has. My, one of my favorite ones is like, um, if, you, if you're sleeping with someone and you're out to dinner with them, leave your purse on the floor. <laughs> Although you're not supposed to put your purse on the floor. I know. But I was like, wait a minute. I was told that no noise heard beyond no end yeah. is watching women basically pay for a man. Mm. Uh, when, you know, it should be the other way around. Mm. Chivalry is kind of dead. Mm. But anyway, it's called Just In Case. I forgot to tell you, we're going to have her on the show in about a week or so. Um, she's got a big uh, book signing uh, May 13th in D.C. across from Howard at Sankofa Bookstore. Oh, nice. And uh, we're going to be doing that. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, I, I highly recommend this book. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Just in case, I forgot to tell you, Darnell Parr. That, is my wife. that book car cover is what does it for me. Yeah, because it's a picture of my my wife and my daughter when she was really really young. Yeah, and then there's and there's a split screen kind of with a, of them now is current current. Yeah, and it's so beautiful. Yeah, I, I I had a hard time reading the book because I remember some of the things that she used to say to my daughter because my wife is a pretty profound person and it comes with other people's comments too. Yeah. That that she that along the way, her. yeah. And you know what's cool is um, it, when you think about your children. It's like there's a lot of things that we did in life, mistakes we made, the right. things, the lessons we learned. I love the fact she captured all of that because that's what we have to do. We yeah. have to talk and have these conversations with our kids. And so definitely get this book and even have some conversations. It'd be good before yeah. dinner, yeah. During dinner, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to get the conversation. There's some started. really, yeah. uh, you know. Closed mouths don't get fed. I mean, just basically, it champions women having a voice and being heard. Yeah. But it's 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 not so deep. It's not a big read, but it's a tabletop book. You know, a coffee yeah. table book. You know, it's what I'm a saying? beautiful book. Yeah. Well, the celebrities keep calling in to wish me a happy birthday. Uh, listen, are you Bay fans? Are you ready? Yes. I got her on the line right now, Beyonce. Good morning, Beyonce. Good morning. How are you, Russ? Happy birthday. Thank you, girl. Um, You're so welcome. Somebody said that you have a surprise for me. Uh-oh. Yes, I do. What's that? I wanted to sing you happy birthday, Russ. Oh, wow. Y'all yeah, said you going to sing to me? Wow. Absolutely. Oh, my That's God. Great. Okay, go ahead. Thank Amazing. you, guys. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday right, to you. Right now. Happy birthday, dear Happy birthday to you. Oh, my God. That was great. That's for me, Blue, and Jay, and the okay. twins. That's what's up. Oh, man. Happy birthday, Russ. That is so sweet. It's not every day that somebody can have Beyonce sing happy birthday to them. I, that is, I'm, I'm on cloud 10, okay? I'm so happy. Uh, we're going to be inside Felt at MGM National Harbor tonight for my party. And I know this is, you don't even have to make it. Just you singing right there. Yeah, man. And that's incredible. 
Uh, you have made my year. Thank you so much, Beyonce. And tell Jay I said Absolutely. what's up. All right. Oh, I will. Okay. I will. Yeah. But hey, Russ, before you go, yeah. Uh, where do I pick up my check? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Where do you pick up? What do you mean? Serious. You you paying her? What are we talking about? I'm sorry. W- what do you mean? A check? For singing. For singing to you. I thought that you were doing that out of your heart. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. Now, Russ, you know I don't do anything for free, my love. Oh, my well, love. Obviously my not. Love. Um, with my love. You don't need the money. Let's just keep it real. You're a billionaire. You guys are billionaires. Yeah. No, no, I I do need the money. Okay, so how much you how much you charging me? Oh no, it's it's, it's nothing major. It's only about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. You need seven hundred fifty thousand dollars from me, as if you're hurting. Yeah, right. as if you're hurting. Well, you know, me and Jay had to uh, replace the louvers on our castle in Guam. There's a lot of windows, right? I can imagine. <laughs> and then the alligators in, in, in the moat that we have at the castle, mm-hmm. they are only eating salmon right now, uh, flown in from Greece. Mm-hmm. Real, really? Salmon from Greece for your alligators in the moat? Beyonce, listen, right. I, do you take cash out? Um, I will take any forms of money, but I, I don't think you can send that much. <laughs> Just tell me, Russ. Uh, Just tell me, baby. Happy happy birthday. All right. Thank you, Beyonce. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Russ. Oh, so, wow. so Tanisha, I got to ask you. you know, I mean, this has been an abject failure you, on your part. Listen, she said, I, listen, listen. I, I got to pay Beyonce seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You know, minor detail. I, I may have forgot have to pay it. I, I ain't got it. I, I don't okay. know what to tell you. I agree. I, I think, it. I think you need to come up with it. Free to yeah. sue. Albert, y'all want to chip in for his birthday? See if you can get a payment plan. That's absolutely crazy, man. On the phone line, and I want to thank Tanisha Nicole for setting these interviews up. On the phone line, at the very same time, I've got Cat Williams. Hey, Cat. Hey, hey, what's going on, Russ? How you doing, man? It's good to hear your voice, brother. Same here. And Carson, we got Tracy Morgan also. Hey, Tracy, how you doing? Yo, what's going on? How you doing? Man, I'm I'm excited. I, I'm turning a little bit over 50 now. Okay, a lot wow. over 50, but it's okay. <laughs> I, it's, you know, I'm just blessed that I'm able to celebrate a birthday. You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, listen, just, you got to be blessed. You got to accept it for what it is. You know, we all get older, but I don't call it older. I call it wiser. You seize it yes. now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah Ru- Russ, you have to understand that all the things you have done um, in the entertainment world from mm-hmm. From from radio to television to movies, you've oh, done you. some of it all. You are a renaissance man. You wow. and Byron Allen are renaissance <laughs> men. I wish I had his money, but no, that's very beautiful for you to say that, man. I, I appreciate well, that. Listen, you, you, you got to crawl before you walk. You got to walk before you run. <laughs> Papa, you jogging. Yeah. You jogging. You got a nice strut. Well, thank you for that, man. Okay. For you two guys. To some of the greatest comedians ever to say these nice things about me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. Thank you so much for that, man. You know what? It's, I mean, we go back so far. We go back like spinal cords and eight tracks. I love you, Papa. <laughs> I love you too, Tracy. That's that's beautiful, man. Well, you know, Russell. I mean, you've you've done so many amazing movies. I gotta ask because I haven't been in any. Um, Tracy, have you done any of uh of Russell's movies? Wow, wow, guys. <laughs> no, you know, as a matter of fact. 
I work for many a director, but Russ ain't never put me in nothing. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm work with Adam, Adam Sandler. I, yeah. I work with, with, with Tina Fey. I work with yeah. some amazing producers and directors. Okay. You ain't never done, done nothing for me. Well, I'm, I'm sorry about that, man. I, I really am. But you know what, Russell? It doesn't matter because you are a great man. You're a great father. People, people look up to you. Thank you. That's right. I'll look up to him because I'm shorter than him. <laughs> That's hilarious. And hey, listen, um, guys, I really appreciate it. Uh, if you hold on a second, um, uh, Tanisha, uh, Nicole wants to talk to you guys off the air real quick, okay. uh, if you don't hold. mind. So yeah, you I'll guys can hold one you. second. Uh, this is the best birthday ever, man. That's amazing. So nice. Cat yeah, and man. Tracy. Everybody calling. Yo, let me, yo, yo, Kyle, let me ask you a question. Who, who that I honestly, I don't know. They they called me. It's it's early. I had no idea. They said his name was Russell or Russell or Russell. So I just I went with. I thought you knew him. No, no, that no, I no. I just you know I don't. You know how Hollywood is. I don't want to offend nobody. I don't want to offend nobody. Uh, post war. Hey guys, I you. I Guys, I, I didn't hang up. I can I hear you. Oh, oh, well, listen, listen. I mean, shoot, I, I can hear you too, and I hear how much I love you, Papa. <laughs> yeah, um, you know what, Russell? I gotta go, but it's it's been amazing, and I wish you nothing but the grandest of happy New Years. It's actually my birthday. Uh, and Russell, let, let's be real. You know, you know, you are my best friend. No, listen, I, I'm okay. I'm a better friend. Right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm even better friends than you. All right, yeah. guys. All right, guys. Thank, thank you it's so much. It's not worth arguing about. You know, we can both guys. be friends. Why can't we be friends? Uh, you know, that was a song. Okay, guys. Thank you. <laughs> you know, Warwick sang that with Gladys Knight. All right. Oh, wow. Friends are uh, for. Tanisha. Wow. I thought I, I, thought up, I had him on hold. That was a bit embarrassing. I thought I, thought I had him You didn't have him on hold. I'm sorry. Damn it. Well, yes. MGM and National Harbor inside uh, Felt. It's uh, my birthday party. And, of course, on the line right now, Albert, I have your wife regular hey regular how you doing not my wife hey family how y'all doing hey girl we're fine so are you coming to my party yeah i'm I'm gonna come and uh shake a little something you know i don't want uh abba to come though that's the thing what i'm gonna be there yeah like i i want to come have a mommy's night out but i know that abba is going to try to come too yeah, well, I mean, Albert, he said he's going to come. I mean, y'all should come together as husband and wife. That's you know, this wife. whole yeah. my turn tit for tat stuff, it, it just doesn't work. I don't so know. I don't understand why Albert is a problem for you when you guys go out. What is the deal? I don't know. Well, woman. you know, last time we went out, he just he started hitting on all the women. Wow. Ooh, Albert. And all the guys. Oh. oh. And, uh, yeah, that's he was just. He was just in bed. That's what that's what Brown does for him. You oh, say what Brown God. do for you? That's what Brown do for him. You can't drink that brown liquor, wow. Albert. I'm I'm ashamed. Why would you embarrass your wife like that by hitting on everybody? Okay, that doesn't make sense to me. Man. We all know he can't drink. You know that's the problem. Everybody, he can't. Yeah, because he he thought he thought get real friendly, and then then I found him dancing with himself at the corner when he was. He had his hands turned around his back like somebody was dancing with him, though. This is sad. This is sad. You need to be helped. Ooh, you need help. <laughs> Albert, that's embarrassing, man. I don't understand it. He was in there singing Anita Baker Sweet Love. I was on in the club. And, you know, uh, we, can't, we can't go because we got to keep Albert on a schedule. 
A schedule. Yeah, what schedule? Huh? What are you talking about? Yeah. It's at night. What do you mean? You what do you know, mean? It'll throw the schedule off at home. Oh. He has a schedule? A schedule for what? Explain. You don't know yeah. my schedule. Yeah, I like to make sure, you know, he, he gets to bed by a certain time and that he uses the bathroom before he goes to bed. What? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what are schedule? you saying? If, if he don't, I will I'll wake up. In, in a pool of mess. Oh, oh, this is sad. So he he'll pee in the bed, huh? Oh. That's embarrassing. Oh, yeah, then tries to hide the sheets and rolls them up and puts them in secret hiding spaces. Oh, wow. Oh, and the last oh. time he rolled them up and put them in my pillowcase. Oh. In your pillowcase? Oh. Yeah, and I woke up and my hair was stinking. Oh. <laughs> your, your head you was stinking? It is to get pee out your hair. Oh, this is sad. Albert, you are nasty. You are nasty. It's a problem. You're a problem. Don't grow up to smell like that. He needs to drink more water. This is sad. This is sad. It's safe for weeks. Uh, this is sad. Oh. He got a pee out loud on his side of the bed. Because he keeps murdering the mattress. This is sad. This is sad. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry she had to put you out there like that. I would really like for both y'all come to the party, but know you know I understand you got to keep him on his schedule, oh, Albert. Right. Maybe start drinking liquids after six. That's what, what? could be. That's helpful. not me. You know? Please talk, talk some sisters to him, bro. All right. All right, regular. Well, hopefully you'll come by tonight, and maybe you can be solo and get out and do your thing on the floor. Please come regular. I'll see y'all there. All right. Yeah, I want you to Thank you, baby. Right. Bye, baby. I love you, no, baby. No, you I don't know you. I, I want her to come so everybody can see you're not real. Oh, and listen, guys, uh, you're you're minutes away from one thousand fifty dollars. Rough part insane. celebrity name game. This you better call insane. now. One eight seven seven Park Show. Oh, you be murdering a mattress, oh. boy. Well, there it is, the Russ Park cast. And, of course, yes, I want to thank Michael Michelle, wonderful actress. And, of course, the movie you guys don't want to miss. It's happening this weekend. Uh-huh. It's called Drunk Driving and 17 on Lifetime, 8 o'clock Central. I'm mean, actually 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. So, guys, make sure you check that out. We would definitely appreciate that. I want to thank Tanisha Nicole, our producer, who's always got something to say. So she lets herself say it right here on the podcast. Make sure you listen on the Apple Podcast app, UrbanOnePodcast.com, and everywhere you get your podcasts. All right. Talk to you next week.